Hi there, just before we get started, as you can see by the title of the episode, we are going to be discussing TV finales this week. Now, pretty much all the ones we're going to discuss are a number of years old or the finale aired some years ago. And we don't actually go too in depth into any of them, so not overly spoilery. But just as a heads up, the ones we do discuss a little bit around some of the details are Game of Thrones, Dexter, Walking Dead, White Collar, Quantum Leap, Two and a Half Men, Scrubs, Breaking Bad, Blackadder Goes Forth, Better Call Saul, The Sopranos, The Office, both UK and US, Lost and How I Met Your Mother. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, the general topic podcast that takes a topic each week and, as the name suggests, cast views. This week, I've got my friend with me again, Pete. Hi, Pete. Hello. Pete Aka, whiskey boy in my house. <laughs> that better not stick. We'll make that stick. We'll make that stick. Yes, yeah, so how are you doing, Pete? Yeah, very good. A little bit hot, but um, but it's all right. It's all right. Better than being uh, in the freezing cold or it raining, so... I'll take it. I'm going to caveat this and say, so at time recording, this episode will go out in about three or four weeks' time. So just in case we're in the middle of like a cold spell then. But yeah, we're, we're recording this. It's probably been the hottest week so far. So we're getting, what, 30 degrees here? Around that, yeah. Yeah, but otherwise you, you're doing well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, very good, yeah. You're back because you actually suggested this uh, topic, didn't you? I've got a couple of friends of mine who are upset because when I told them the subject, they said... Um, that they wanted to do it. And I said, well, I can't, I promised it to Pete. So yeah, well, they should, they should have uh, suggested it first then, shouldn't they? <laughs> so before we get into what it is, let's just hear from some friends of the show. Let's see. No, not ready to watch that yet. Uh-uh. You know what? I'll just watch this again. Do you ever find yourself doom scrolling your streamer looking for something to watch, but just end up rewatching the same shows over and over again? Hi, I'm Dustin, and welcome to the Rewatch Recap, a show where guests and I rewatch every episode in a TV season or a classic TV movie to see if it holds up and making fun of the parts that don't. <laughs> so come on, Rewatchers, let's revisit these shows together every Monday on the Rewatch Recap, wherever podcasts are played. Right, we're back. So I kind of worried you a little bit before recording because I think I told you I've changed the remit of this episode as you joined on. But I haven't really. You suggested that you wanted to talk about the best and worst TV finales, didn't you? Yep. So I thought, let's talk about finales in general as well. So I think the first question for me to you is what makes a good finale? A good finale will wrap up as much of the story and answer as many of the questions that they've given you as they possibly can. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of this. Oh, let's leave them guessing. Let's leave a few questions unanswered or, you know, let's go full circle and, you know, let's not tell them anything. Let's just let them guess what ends or what happens to these you know, characters that you've invested years of your time watching. We might fall out over one of mine then, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so does it have to be though, does it have to be like a happy ending, you know, or, no. or do you, it doesn't have to necessarily be a, an upbeat ending as long as you get resolution. Yeah. You put in a lot of hours watching these TV series and we all know that even the best TV series, which we'll get into, have slow 
episodes, sometimes even seasons. So you're investing a lot of your time into these these shows and they're giving you a lot of questions. For them to not answer these questions or leave you guessing at the end, it's just so unfulfilling. It's just so unsatisfying. Wrap it up for me. I've invested. Give give me give me the payoff. My wife's exactly the same. She hates there being either ambiguous ending or she hates the now I don't want to make my mind up. You're the program. You you show me you have what happens to that character. She yeah, she she doesn't like um yeah, the I'm gonna leave it up to you for you to make your own ending up. I get that. I think for me, I actually though don't mind sometimes a little ambiguity if it fits in with the program and I'll explain that when I come on to one of the examples I asked the same question to my wife I said to her what does she see as a good um, ending for her she does need an upbeat ending I think for the same thing as you because you if you've if you've watched a whole series like some of them like one of them on my list modern family I think that's 11 seasons that's 11 years right and if you're watching it real time that's 11 of your years as well right so you've grown up almost with these people 10 years is a big chunk of time of anyone's life right yeah and so i think she wants to leave it on a good note also she wants to know that each character has gone off to do something good as well and again we'll we'll come on to that and i think what we'll probably do is nothing on my list is relatively new but I might I might just go back and re-record a little spoiler list for the start of the episode, just yeah. in case anyone is upset from something that finished airing in nineteen eighty five or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smart. Okay, tell you what, what do you want to start? What's the best? Do you want to start with good or bad? Uh, why don't we start with with good? Okay, so let's start with bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, go on. No, no, go bad now. Go bad now. No. <laughs> do you know what I? I've only got a few on my list anyway. I tell you what, I always say guess first. So, so why don't I throw over to you for your first one? Okay, well, let's just get rid of the elephant in the room right away. Yeah, everyone knows it's coming. Everyone is at the top of everyone's list of worst endings ever. Yeah, Game of Thrones, right? I was waiting for that. Pete, just sorry, just as a, a little bit of a, a fill in here. So Pete and I used to be colleagues for, for about five years, didn't we? Work together. Yeah. And you and I both absolutely loved this show, didn't we? Yep. Yep. And yeah, I think it was safe to say the final season didn't really match up the excitement we would have following the previous seasons, right? Yeah, they butchered it. So go on, tell us why you didn't like it. I just absolutely butchered it, didn't, didn't they? Like, I understand, like, big characters that we've seen dying off. I get that. I was prepared for that. I'm fine with that. But Daenerys had worked since the first season trying to get the throne right and she's finally in a position where she's going to get the throne and, and she's this shining knight that's just you know come over to claim her throne and then she just has an arc turn and she just turns absolutely psychotic and i get it because her her father was a mad king right and that's what they're probably trying to do they're probably trying to say that it's always going to be it was always in her it was always coming we'd seen little glimpses here and there but for me it just it just went too far just it just killed it for me game of thrones is not just a bad finale it's a bad final season yeah i agree with that completely yeah from the infamous episode where you couldn't see any of the battle because it was so dark wasn't it yeah (laughs) yeah which is not just you know it doesn't just affect game of thrones right to be fair it seems to be creeping into a lot of programs maybe we don't want to spend too much on the effects so do this fight in the dark yeah but it's just yeah characters seem to be teleporting and i can almost 
forgive that because it's a final season. You don't want things to be trudging around. But how, how many seasons was it now? Was it seven, six or seven? Eight or nine, wasn't it? it was it or maybe eight, maybe eight, maybe eight, maybe eight. Do you know what? I've, I've never gone back to it. But I think for me, what no, it is, me the seasons leading up to it were just so good. They were so epic. So good. Yeah. That maybe it just couldn't live up to that. And I keep saying to people, if you if you haven't watched it, I would just leave it at that cliffhanger of that penultimate season because that to me is almost like the perfect ending because that was when the wall was coming down, wasn't it? You yeah, had the, it was, yeah. The ice dragons flying over. Yeah. It just, it was so rushed. And even that that scene with, um, oh God, I've forgotten. What was, um, this is awful. I'm having a brain freeze. The, the bad woman. <laughs> uh, Cersei. That's it, yeah. But she was running down the stairs past, was it, the, the mountain and... yeah. And now when they were fighting, and it just it just felt so weird that scene, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. She's like, "Don't mind me." Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the the biggest thing that annoyed me in in the Game of Thrones finale might have been the last two episodes. I've not watched like you. I've not gone back to it for obvious reasons. Jamie Lannister, right? He starts off this cocky villainous character. Does what he does to Ned. Everyone hates him. Then he goes on this really really in depth character arc where he he turns into a really good character really solid you know he's, he's a good character you you want him to win you want him to do great and then in a matter of i don't know half an hour of showtime it just flips the script and he just turns completely opposite again he just goes back to his old ways he tries to get back to cersei i'm just like what why why has he just he spent all this time developing and they've just yeah. been on oh, us no, flip it back it was just the stupidest rushed thing which really yeah. pissed me off in the in, in the finale. So like, why would you do I'd that? I've forgotten all about that because yeah, he was probably the most interesting character, wasn't he? Yeah. And then, like you said, just as you you thought he was, as much as in that program you could get a good person, he was a good yeah. person. And it was like, yeah, no, I love my sister again, and I'm gonna go. Which it feels a really weird sentence yeah. to be saying. Like, I'm gonna abandon you all now. Yeah, and that's it. It's like yeah, screw everything else. Yeah. You know, I would still recommend watching the show. It's just I, I don't know if it just buckled under itself or maybe they just wanted to finish it because the last two or three seasons were not within the books were they because he's still right, writing yeah. the books isn't it and it shows doesn't it yeah oh, oh it definitely did change but that last season was just extra special wasn't it yeah yeah absolutely gutting for, for a show to be that good yeah all the way through yeah and is there a little bit also as a fan was there a little bit of what's the word awkwardness because you're going on and on to friends about how great this series is then they probably just started watching it and then you're like, do you know what? I hate that show. Yeah, this, this, is, <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> I only recommended seasons one to seven. <laughs> I had that. And I, and knowing you, like I said, because we were talking, uh, we'd always talk about it. I just know how deep that hurt was for you. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was so iconic, wasn't it? It was. Everyone was talking about it. You know, they brought out whiskey, nine whiskey bottles. I've still got them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in my cupboard, but they they released what? I thought you were trying to get away from the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually good investments, though, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. What was it Johnny Walker? Was it? Uh, that was one of them, but no, they had loads like Clenelish, uh, Lagavulin. They had a load of them, load of different distilleries. So you drank those while you were watching that to to no, forget the finale. No, I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah. on, I'm sitting on them to to get get belly. Hopefully, in thirty years' time, it will repair the damage it did. <laughs> And I can't remember, did that come out yearly or was that sometimes a bit longer? I can't remember. I think it was sometimes a bit longer, yeah. 
And I think that's what made it even worse, isn't it? Because you're waiting, you're waiting. But yeah, I, I agree with you. And I'm sure a lot of people out there agree. But if you're a Game of Thrones finale defender, you can contact Pete at... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one. Did you ever watch Dexter? Oh, I haven't. It's on my list. Maybe not after this okay, conversation. Well, maybe you want to take it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? The, the thing is, I'm terrible. Some of these, I, I don't remember what actually happened. I just remember not liking them. For me, Dexter was the same as Game of Thrones, personally. So I think I got into it late. So I'd been binge-watched two or three seasons, so I've really got hooked into it. In our house, when we get hooked on a programme, I tend to like want to watch just maybe two or three episodes at most, but my wife can pretty much watch it all in one go, you know, the whole day. So um, kind of we really got hooked into it. And and I just think for me, Dexter, the final season, but especially the final episode, it was just dreadful. It was, I'm actually going to say, I think it was worse than Game of Thrones. No. Yeah, yeah. Still watch it. What I haven't done, though, I think it was so bad that they did then do a new series last year, didn't they? They'd done a spin-off where they followed it up. So I'm not going to say anything. I think it's just the same thing, that the storyline leading up to it. So you you know the the rough outline of what what the story's about, right? Yeah. yeah, It was so so well done, so well written, so well acted. There was quite a lot of tense scenes in it. And then the final episode was just this random mishmash of bizarre actions by characters and just distract I, I don't want to say it any anymore because you know i want you i want you to see it but it feels like they really diminished for me the main character so so why do you think that was were they rushed for time were they trying to rush it all fit it all into the final episode or yeah i because i want to kind of this is what i'm saying about doing a general chat after i often think sometimes because look right some shows don't even get a finale. You know, they just get cancelled. Yes. Some know they're going to get cancelled short term, so they, I think they hurry a finale in. And then some seasons, I do, I do wonder with some shows if they just get bored of it and say, right, we want to finish it. Oh, I think that definitely happens. Yeah. I, I definitely and I, and I don't know. I could be doing them a disservice. I'm wondering if it's a bit of that. It, it just feels like, again, they... They just didn't wrap it up. Or the writers have got this great idea in their head that just doesn't map out on paper. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm going to be honest. The bad endings, I don't tend to remember much about it. I think it's because I don't ever want to then go back to the program. Yeah, to put a wall up, blank it out of your mind. That was shit. I'm not about that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The good ones I do. So yeah, okay, that, that was that was a quick one, Dexter. But I would still recommend watching it because the show itself is good. And I do want to watch the the spin-off because I kind of want to see what happens in that. Yeah. What else you got? I've got one which might be a little bit controversial because the finale was actually all right, but I'll tell you my reasons for it, but The Walking Dead. Okay, okay. So obviously, I think most people can agree that, that it, it was too long, The Walking Dead, that they longed it out for probably about three seasons more than they should have done, right? So everyone was kind of fatigued at that point. Now we're saying series finales, right? So we're looking at a series for what it is, right? So I'm talking about The Walking Dead. I'm not talking about spin-offs. I'm not talking about six-part series that are just one-offs for the fans, right? If you're looking at The Walking Dead as just The Walking Dead, when Rick leaves the show, obviously that's a massive hole to fill and it never gets filled. Daryl was a cool character, but he he can't. And because he was already in the show before, it's not like he can just start being Rick's character. Do you know what I mean? 
obviously after after the credits roll, you see that scene. Have you seen the finale? No, do you know what? I stopped watching it after a few series. Did you see the part where Rick left the show? No, I mean I've read the comics, so I don't know if they. I, I don't think they've done the same as that. Yeah, but... no, it's probably different. But the, the way he left the show is quite quite cool, quite interesting. Basically, he's the viewer knows that he stood out there. Michonne goes after him, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after after the credits roll in the final episode of Walking Dead, you see Rick, and you see him for about two minutes. And I think, he, if I remember correctly, he's getting chased down by a chopper. And I think he gets caught. And it's just one of those scenes where you why, why leave that open? Obviously, they're trying to create attention and hype for the spin-off that they're doing. I think there's about three spin-offs they're doing from The Walking Dead, which is fine. But if you're taking it for a series, absolutely shit. There's, there's, there's no resolution there. You have no idea what's going on with Rick. You have no idea what's going on with Michonne. And it, it, it just didn't feel like it, it was done in a particularly good way. Yes, yeah, so, so you're saying that they, the ending wasn't so much an ending, but it was just, right, we, we realise we've dragged The Walking Dead yeah. out. We want to set a spin-off off, so let's just do something at the end to try and keep the interest going. And let's say, show oh, right, it's a different show. Hype and build yeah. hype for the next show, yeah. It, it just felt cheap. It, it, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel good. Yeah, because you can't, like you said, you might not be interested in going on to that spin-off, right? So you want your own conclusion well it's just it it's, probably it could have be the end started of the like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah the, the, his, the spin-off could have started i mean everyone knew the spin-off's gonna happen it's yeah. not like it was some massive secret everyone knew that it was gonna happen so they could have started the series with that um but as well as that like our other main characters decided to, to go off like daryl went off which is fine he's kind of a, he's always been a bit of a loner hasn't he but then like maggie and negan are kind of like off and it's just like after everything You've all just buggered off. <laughs> Getting tired like the viewers. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. I think that did did go on too long. I I really enjoyed watching it the first few series, but it, yeah, it just I I don't know. I I'm one of the people though that I was watching it because I was really I just wanted to see the zombies, and it was too much about the people. <laughs> so I got I got a little bit bored in one of yeah. the se- seasons. But what it did do was put me onto the comics, and I ended up reading the comics. And, and enjoyed that <laughs> yeah stop the show so are you watching the spin-offs then well i want to but the spin-off that starts next week so the 18th of june i think it starts hasn't had an agreement put in place for the uk so everyone assumed it'd be disney plus because they've got the rights to the walking dead but they haven't come to an agreement with amc oh, so really? it's not airing in the uk What's happened to another one i'm sure there was another show like that well, i think uh, there was a star wars uh, not star wars god people are going to hate me for that it was a star trek um series that didn't show for about six months here because it was waiting for that uh paramount plus channel to launch i think oh, okay, so everyone yeah. in the states were getting it whereas we then had to wait sort of like six months over it i think that is a real problem with streaming isn't it yeah oh yeah big time yeah yeah they have to have these kinds of deals i was actually really hyped to watch that as well so do you tend to watch spin-offs though of shows or do you kind of you're one and done you, you know once once the series is played out well i definitely watch spin-offs there's two of them in my um in my in my best so <laughs> we'll get around to that well then slight spoiler was game of thrones on there have you been watching oh house of the dragon um yeah I've see, i got house too burnt I, I got too burnt by game of thrones so i haven't watched that no I, i've gone in with incredibly low expectations um and it's actually quite entertaining okay all right so Walking Dead for you. Yep. 
I've got one more. I've got two on my list because my wife threw one at me. So let's do that one first. So uh, Honorary mentioned, there was a, I don't know if you ever saw it, it was a show called White Collar. No, I haven't seen so that. So it was about a criminal and I can't remember if he was a policeman or like an insurance investigator, but they were working together to catch criminals. You know, it's, it's that classic setup. The reason why she hated that was because I thought the ending was fine, but there was one of the main characters, the criminal guy, he then, I think he runs off, it's, it's based in America, I think he, he runs off to, to France, leaves his friend behind. The friend thinks he's dead, he doesn't, he doesn't tell him. And so he's distraught and this guy's dead while he's then living it off up in France. And she hated that and that's it. So she, <laughs> she was furious at that because of that, you know. So like I said, she's one definitely in the camp that everyone has to have, everyone has to be happy at the end of the show. Okay. And that really pissed her off. But for me, my final one is, did you ever watch the original series of Quantum Leap? No, no, I didn't. So I loved Quantum Leap. So I don't know if you know what it is, but it's like it was space in the future. But then this guy would jump into people's bodies throughout history and help them avoid some disaster or something bad that would befall them. He had to change. There was something bad that was going to happen to them and he had to change that outcome for them. And then when he did, he would jump into the next person. Now, it might be in 1960s, it might be 1985, it could be anything. And because of that, they did some quite interesting and hard-hitting episodes you know, based on things that happened in history. I think this was when I looked it up again. Um, so I think it was it's one of those shows. It was cancelled in its third season. Then the fans, I read actually, the fans raised like 30 grand to give one of the guys um, his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And they done so many petitions that the TV company bought it back for two more years. Wow. Um, but I think, if I remember rightly, they they decided, no, this is the season where we're going to end it. And I think they had to hurry the ending for it. And again, it was, this was a difficult one. I didn't know whether to put in good or bad. And then I had more in good, so I decided to put it in bad. But (laughs) no, the reason why I I put it in bad is, so like I said, he goes jumping. Anyway, he jumps into this mining town and there's this bartender, you know, being all philosophical with him. And he's seen people he's jumped into in the past, but with different names. And I think some of them are these jumpers. And turns out that, Oh, the, the thing was, he was always trying to get home. He didn't want to be doing this. He was then trying to get home. And it turns out, you know, the barman says, oh, it's always been in your control, kind of, you you don't want to go home. It's you doing it. And then the main character sort of thinks that the barman is God. And we don't we don't find out if he is God or not. But then all you see, it's quite a sad, well, it's quite a happy set, you know, one of those bittersweet ones, because he goes back and fixes something for his friend. But then the ending, it just comes up with, writing on the screen saying you know something 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 sam beckett never returned home or he's continued jumping or something like that and it's just i felt cheated that is the one time where i kind of broke my own rule because i did feel cheated because he was doing so much good for so many people yeah and then he doesn't get that that good ending and also just to see a bit of text come up on the screen to say that do you know what oh, i mean it just felt a bit, it? yeah it just felt a bit cheated and and like I said, I think maybe it's because I invested, excuse me, I invested so much in that character. You do get caught up. He, it's, it was Scott Bakula and he played that character really well. And he think, guy, oh, he's doing, you, know, you get soppy. He's doing all these good things for everyone else. And he didn't get to go home. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. 
that so I stuck it in the bag because it it made me upset. So no, I get that. <laughs> Especially the right the writing on the screen as well. Like that's that just screams. Oh, we had to we we couldn't squeeze a spit in. <laughs> we couldn't squeeze yeah. in another couple of scenes of him jumping. So yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just run yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking, how could you do it? But I guess you could maybe go sort of 30 years later where some of his friends or his family are, are old and they're you know they're looking at a picture of him to say, do, do you know what i mean you could yeah. you could do it that like that maybe you transition to to somebody who did know him and that you know they're on their deathbed and, and it's clearly like 30 years later and say oh, i wish you made it back or something like that there you go i, I did a better ending hollywood <laughs> signed me up <laughs> i only had to think about it for like 30 years but <laughs> <laughs> Right, I've got no more bad, so over to you. So I've got a couple more bad. Um, two and a half men. Sure, I've, I've never seen the ending, but I've 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 seen that on lists of the worst finales. Yeah. Yeah. So Charlie Sheen obviously has that massive blowout with uh, Chuck Lorre, the producer of the show. Of a massive falling out. Charlie Sheen's off the show for good, and they're bringing Ashton Kutcher, and he kind of buys Charlie's house or this kind of thing. And, and the, the show continues. I, I personally think they should have just left it, left it at that. Just when Charlie wasn't back in the show, leave it at that. He's, he's been in too many seasons for it to continue, but Ashton Kutcher did all right. And it was a different kind of role and it, it was still enjoyable to watch. Now the finale of this show, the last scene starts with uh, a character walking up to the front of the beach house, which we know is, is the house in Manabu, Charlie's house. And he's got one of Charlie's shirts on, Charlie's shorts, and he's got the same kind of hairstyle as Charlie Sheen. He knocks on the door, and then it cuts to a helicopter carrying a piano, which then lands on Charlie Sheen. The, the camera starts going back to a producer chair where Chuck Lorre's sitting, and he oh, says okay. the words, winning. And it was just <laughs> a big huge Charlie Sheen for, for Chuck Lorre. That, that, that was it. Yeah. Absolutely shocking ending didn't need to see it just pointless just bringing his own personal feud out onto the screen for the for the last episode shocking yeah i think i remember hearing about that now and yeah i agree with you i think in isolation it's quite funny but maybe have it as like a deleted scene or an an alternate ending on a dvd or something but yeah it does feel like two fingers up to to the audience as well a little bit it does, yeah, because you've obviously watched this character for seasons and seasons, and he dies. And like the reason why he's no longer in the show is because he has died, like in the show. So it didn't yeah. make any sense either. Yeah, it's it kind of takes you out of it because it's a sitcom, and then you've got the the creator's personal grudge that comes exactly. through. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of get why he'd be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't air it on 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 your TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, can you, can you imagine if all shows did that? that <laughs> yeah, that'd be a disaster. One other comedy I've got is uh, Scrubs. Don't know if you're a fan you, of Scrubs. You got that in the bad ending. Well, yeah, considering the season before last, Zach Braff and um, you know Elliot were going off into the sunset. I think they were married, getting married, they were married, and it was all perfectly ended. And then <laughs> they bring a season back of a new cast. Like, what, what are you doing? Well, this is it, actually. I've got a... I reached out to a couple of podcast friends of mine and one of them actually he's put it so this is josh from talking smack 
he's put Scrubs in his best one because what he says is, uh, he said, Scrubs season eight is a great sitcom finale as it does a sitcom thing of separating the cast to offer a conclusion that shows growth. JD's off to the new hospital to be closer to Sam and Elliot is going with him. Turk's got a promotion and has a second kid with Carla, etc, etc. And then you've got the ending montage that shows us JD's hopes and dreams to Peter Gabriel's A Book of Love is just beautiful. It offers closure without being definitive. Now, what he said is season nine isn't real to him. It's a spin-off well, there series. Go, then. There you go. No, no, but I think I did read this. It is actually, it was meant to be a spin-off series that ABC mandated be called Scrubs because they didn't think people would tune in for the spin-off. Really? Yes. Yeah, so well, I remember going back to it. So I'd never really seen the last series. So sort of last year, I think I had um, a free subscription to, it's on Paramount here, isn't it? Uh, it's on Disney. Oh, sorry, Disney. That's right. So I watched it all. And yeah, that last season just feels like it is supposed to be like a medical school set in that hospital, isn't it? And I think it's, they've brought yeah. the characters back. So I kind of see why you put it on, on your worst and I see why he's put it on the best. Because, yeah, if you if you take it that it probably shouldn't have been season nine, it should have been a spin-off. But it does definitely does sour the taste because Scrubs was great, right? Oh, Scrubs was brilliant, yeah. It, it mixed joking humour with serious undertones. And there are moments in that show where you it hits hard and you're like, wow, this is what show to be able to do this and make you laugh like, you know, a few minutes later or before that. And... If I'm right, the last scene of that season eight, yeah, he's walking down the corridor, and isn't it all the like almost all the cast? It feels like from from the previous seasons, yeah. There. Except yeah. Gift Shop Girl, I think they couldn't get her; she was contracted to another show. Do you, do you remember <laughs> Gift Shop Girl? Yeah, I do remember Gift Shop. Girl, if you yeah. listen, have you ever listened to the podcast? Uh, Zach Braff and Donald Fies on there. No, no I haven't. No. Ah, oh, dude, listen to that. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think they talk about it, and yeah, they they really wanted her there, but I think I don't know if she was in Chuck at the time. I don't know if you ever seen that, but yeah, TV studio wouldn't release her for that. So, ah, oh, shame. So yeah, so Josh from Talking Smack disagrees with you. So, um, well, okay. well, he agrees with me, but he he's he's using the technicality. But if I go to Disney <laughs> and watch Scrubs, is it in the Scrubs list? <laughs> That's the Pete Josh, not me. Okay, so so that's your bad. That was your bad list, yeah. Yeah. Okay, give us one from your good list. Well, this is probably the most obvious one, but I'm going to say it because I've watched it three times now, and it's probably my favorite ever series, Breaking Bad. Oh, I forgot to put that on here, but yes, yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad. What what a series for TV. That was one. To be honest, I watched it late. I and did. I haven't rewatched it yet. I haven't rewatched it yet, but oh, you should. that was one where I broke my own rule where I binged that and I binged that hard. Yeah. That was an awesome show. Absolutely phenomenal. The the the, the intricate little details that they leave in they leave in some episodes and it comes back full circle, like yeah. six or seven episodes later, is genius. It's so good. But talk talk to me though about the ending because I know a lot of people or that divided, I think, the audience from what I remember at the time. A lot of people weren't happy with it. Well, I think it ended absolutely perfectly, to be honest with you. You know, w- Walter was... He, he was a man that was so kind of obsessed with his own persona at the end of it. Um, you know, it, it completely overcome him. He was Heisenberg. He was the most powerful man in the universe, in his eyes. He was the smartest man in the universe, in his eyes. And he got away with it. He, he gets relocated, and then the cancer comes back. 
and you can see him getting medication and you can see that he's just going through the motions he's existing and there are too many open ends for him which is why he has to go back now what i love about it is that he obviously he he spoke with skylar and he saw his daughter and then after all the shit that he's put jesse through and and all all the stuff that jesse has done for him which has traumatized jesse he goes back and and he, and, and he gets him out and he kills kills the guys killed hank because the thing is right when he was heisenberg and do, doing his dealings and getting people killed in jail cells it was never personal but hank was always on that line that family line you know you yeah. can't cross yeah. over that line even when they when they had that bust up in the garage he still didn't do anything to hank because he's family right and that means everything and then when when that gang took hank out it changed the game you know yeah. he, he had to get his revenge and he's heisenberg he's gonna get his revenge of course he can and the way he goes out at the end perfect he he should not have survived that story because of the person he was because of the choices he made because of the shit he put everyone through and because i don't know I, I felt like it didn't need a happy ending what kind of lifestyle would it have been he would have gone to jail you know for life yeah. I don't think needed. I think the ending just was about the redemption in terms of saving Jesse, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and saying goodbye. Yeah, because again, that, that, that's, that's what I was saying. So for me, and a, a series doesn't have to have an happy happy ending. It just has to fit in with the rest of the series. Yeah, and that absolutely does, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It's it's the perfect. It's the perfect ending. Yeah, and and like I said, what a show! I do need to do another rewatch of that. So. Did you ever see the, I mean, I'm going to not call it a technicality because you're right, because it, it had a different name, but did you ever see the, the one-off program they did afterwards, El Camino? The movie, El Camino? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched that, yeah. I didn't really enjoy that. I didn't think it was needed. I didn't think it was needed either, really. I mean, I guess what it did was it, it tied up Jesse's story more so than the Breaking Bad finale. Because Breaking Bad finale, he's screaming in the car driving, isn't he? So you never know what happened to Jesse, which in my opinion was fine. I, I didn't need to know what happened to Jesse. He got out and we, exactly. we, we know that he probably would have been all right. So I was fine with that. But, you know, to tie it up into a nice little bow, him him getting getting some cash and actually actually escaping and they found his car, didn't they, which Skinny Pete drove to the border. Yeah. So he was completely in the clear. But yeah, I, I don't feel like they needed that. I'm going to say that it's, for me, he escaped and that's it. So that's in my head, he's escaped and he's, he's not going to be found. Maybe. Yeah. M maybe. I mean, I mean, realistically that, that movie showed us the trauma he went through with, with uh, Todd guy. Um, how much of, you know, how controlled he was by Todd to the point where he gave him the gun that doesn't when he could have shot him easily. But I mean, it actually kind made of you feel sad, more sad. It, it actually yeah. makes you feel depressed. You could yeah. have just watched yeah, because yeah, we, we knew he was traumatised from the way he was, the way yeah. he looked and how abused he'd yeah, been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I do agree with you. So there you go. If you haven't that. watched it, watch Breaking Bad, don't watch El Camino. Basically, yeah, I think that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, before I move on, I, I just saw this week again. Did you ever see that video of um, Brian Cranston walking around a Comic-Con with a Heisenberg mask on? Yes, I have seen that, yeah. Yeah, people taking pictures of him because he's, you know, they, he's dressed up as Heisenberg. Then when he sits down on the panel, he takes it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that is brilliant. That is great. Okay, for my first one, I'm actually going to go for a British show. 
I've got Blackadder Goes Forth. Okay. Yep. You watched that? I haven't, no, but I know it's good. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched it? Oh, seriously. So for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's um there were as per the name, there were four series. And they're all set in different time time zones, for want of a better term. But he was all he was always, I think, a descendant of the Blackadder family of some sort. So Blackadder Goes Forth was set in I think it was World War One. And it's, if I remember right, yeah, it's all as much as you can. I think it's very that very British thing of doing comedy out of quite a tragic and you know monumental war in in history. <laughs> but the final episode, if I remember right, was about them, him, and a couple of the other characters doing their best to try get out because they were going to have to go over, you know, over, over the line and and start getting drawn into battle. So they were trying to pretend they were crazy. They were trying to pretend they're injured, trying to get out of it. And it kind of, when you were talking about Scrubs, it, its final scene is just one of the most almost like heart-wrenching scenes. I have seen this could, scene. You've seen it, yeah. I haven't watched it, but I have, seen, I have seen the scene you're about to describe, go on. Yeah, so they kind of all, they all, they go up the ladder, they come out the trench, they're all on the line, and then they're charging forward. You know, they get given the order, they're running forward, and then it kind of goes slow-mo, doesn't it? You yeah. see them charging forward with their guns, and you see like explosions going off. And then doesn't it then just transit? And you've got the sombre music playing. Then I think it just transitions into the field of poppies, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. And it's just amazing. And I'm yeah. thinking, you know, it it was a great comedy in its own right, but then it does something so poignant. Yeah, I so I think in terms of finale, it's up there because it was a good ending, but also yeah, just punches you right in in the gut and just yeah. leaves its fist edge. You know what I mean? It's yeah. So, yeah. it's, it has to be good to do that though right that, that just is a testament to how good the show was written yeah and i can't remember when it was out but it, was, it must have been years ago and i just remember actually that 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 finale that final scene stayed with me for a long time man i'm just gonna um just i'm gonna pass over to you before i start getting emotional but no no but joking aside watch um if, if you haven't seen it you can probably just catch that scene on on youtube so yeah, yeah. go check out blackadder goes forth Okay, so looping back to your previous question about spin-offs, um, and it's probably going to be no surprise to you, my next uh, good show is Better Call Saul. Okay, do you know what? I've, n- I've not watched that. You haven't watched it? Oh my no, God, I've watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just finished watching it a second time with my wife, and the finale is fantastic, but a little bit cheating. The, the last season is some of the best television I've ever watched. It's oh, really? it's easily up there with Breaking Bad the last season, easily up there with Breaking Bad, and the the finale for me. Now I'm conscious of spoilers because you um, you should watch this, and I don't want to no, spoil go it. For it. But, go but for it. The, the finale d- does very well at wrapping everything up, pretty much. Um, but I wouldn't call it a happy ending. Okay. Um, okay. Which again, I really liked because it's not it's not you know sunshine and rainbows especially in the drug in the drug world well you know with everything that's right. all that's yeah. all kind of like did and yeah no it was absolutely fantastic i, I highly recommend it funny isn't it because a funny character to have based a, a successful spin-off on yes he, um he, he comes into the show quite late doesn't he season two i think he comes in oh is, oh, is it season two i thought it was later no season two um and he's a key player in breaking bad isn't he without him like he's the one right. that, you can, 
you can you can say so because we'll put like I said I'll put a spoiler thing at the start. So so what happens? Does he get? No, he can't get off, can he? Because he's in Breaking Bad. But what's the um, what's the bad stuff? What's the what do you mean the bad stuff? Well, you said it's not a happy ending. So what? So what is it? Is it just that? Uh, I'm guessing what what's the the not happy ending about it? Well, it's not a happy ending in in the um, traditional sense. That there's 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 no like we go off together oh, okay. and we have our lives and you know we've got we've got past this it, it's it's an ending which it's the right ending for the series and for the character and in better call Saul, they've done something which is like really unique um where so it, it's a prequel series right yeah yeah so i'll tell you that because it's not really a huge spoiler and you you would find out in the first few scenes of the first episode it's, it's a prequel to breaking bad but they um they do do flash forwards as well to to the current yeah. and after the current so in in essence it does it does kind of carry on a little bit of the breaking bad story okay okay so it's really it's a really good watch it's funny isn't it that two of our best ones are actually sad or, or not happy endings yeah yeah but maybe that's because so many shows do go for the happy ending yeah and and there is something in that which we'll probably come on to so, so the majority of mine, you know, I'm necessarily not going to go go into to them in depth, but I've got here one which really divided people, and I've put it on the good, and a lot of people are going to have it on the bad. Was I've got the Sopranos? Okay, did you ever I, watch that? No, I haven't. But but I've I've seen a lot of people put that on bad, and a lot of people put that on good as well. Yeah, which is is funny because again, I've got um. Kay from the Fuck My Work Life podcast, she's put that as her worst worst finale, and and I get it. I I I've had to think about this one a lot. So yes, yeah, so, so you know what it is. That final scene, the family are waiting in a diner. They're waiting. I think it's it's Tony, his wife, the kid. I think they're waiting for the daughter to come, and he's constantly looking around because there's so many dodgy looking people in this diner they're in. You hear the door of the diner go because I think if I remember right, I think he's he's like turning witness protection or he's, he's like informed or something anyway. So he's, he's clearly looking, looking out for something dodgy to happen and it just cuts to black, doesn't it? And I think a yeah. lot of people thought their TV had cut out. <laughs> that was the mate, the, the bit, cause it does, they do it so well. I think you've got journey. Don't stop believing playing in the background and it just cuts to black. Just as you hear that bell of the dooring and it's like, is he alive? Isn't he? Isn't he alive? And at first, I thought that's an awful ending because I hate that ambiguous. But then, just like you said, we don't need the proper Hollywood happy ending or everything. Sometimes we don't need everything explained because for me, it fits in. If I think he's a mobster, his whole life was dodgy, his whole life was paranoia and being on the lookout and, and, and ending people's lives quickly like that, to me, it almost fits in with his life. Yeah. That it kind of shut shut like that. Now I'm going to say that I think he he was killed, and especially there's a scene because somebody goes off one of the I quote air quote dodgy looking people goes off into the toilet, which is just like his favourite scene. But that classic scene in The Godfather where Michael goes into the toilet to get the gun yeah. out. So I think he's clearly dead. But I didn't like it. But then I thought, well, no. If you put, if you imagine it, the ending fits his character. If you know what I mean, that is very dodgy very shifty and at the end that he dealt to a lot of people would would be dealt to him i think would be quick so that's kind of how i why i now think do you know what i actually think is actually a good ending yeah fair enough that would definitely annoy me 
I think it would, but you know, he's not necessarily a good person or a good character, so we I'm sometimes fine with him dying though. <laughs> just, you what, sorry? Just, just, I'd be fine with him dying though if that was the just case. Show just it. show that just show that it's it's the finale, right? I want an ending. I don't I don't want to be I, I don't want to do the work. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I want to sit there and be told. I'm contradicting everything I've said, but I, that's why I think it works. But just for that program, I wouldn't like it in any other any other show. But I think for me, and I can't maybe articulate it properly, but I think it works in a show like The Sopranos for me. It's a K, come at me. I, I think it's the best one. <laughs> it's funny because okay. that is the direct opposite of Breaking Bad, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially when yeah. with El Camino, where they had to give you even more of an ending. That's like um, El Camino is like the DLC extension to the game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I'm just looking at the time. I I think we should just rattle them off. Tell you what, if you rattle your list off and we'll pick out anything. Yep. I've only really got a few more and it's because, it, and these are just very self-explanatory. So I've got uh, the, the US version of The Office. The UK version. The U- you had the UK version, did you? Yeah, all right, let's do it quickly then. Just because in the UK, David Brent was always seen as that horrible, like, embarrassing, <laughs> yeah, the sexist figure. So, you know, in that the last two, like the Christmas episodes, you've got him standing up against Finchie, and yeah, yeah. I think he tells Finchie to F off. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. He finds someone he loves. I think he ends he up with date. someone. Uh, he makes a date. Yeah, he makes a date. Oh, Christmas party, and yeah. then he tells a joke which gets everyone genuinely laughing or he does an impression which is the whole season or two seasons he spent everyone trying to get a bit of validation yeah. so to me that's yeah. why I, no, it's great. I had that yeah it is great mine was you kind got... of similar the US version is similar right you know Michael Scott leaves and there's there's like I think there's two or three seasons after that which which are brilliant to be fair like, I, I felt like they shouldn't have cancelled it they should have kept it going with Dwight and everyone else and then yeah at the end you know there's Michael comes back and you can see how much he's grown as a character and as yeah. a person, and it's just the perfect kind of ending to that to that show. I just thought it's great. All I say is that I I disagree. I think they should have cancelled it after he went. Do you? I just didn't think it was the same. Yeah. Did you not see? I I found it. I still found it hilarious, and and they continued the story with everybody else of Jim and Pam. I like it as a show. I think it. They did it well to make it like uh, however many seasons sitcom it was. I think they did it well. But how funny is that? You got the American, I got the English. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Okay, okay. Yeah. Not, did you not seen sure. the finale of that? I've got. I've seen like three quarters of that show. I never, yeah, I never made it. it. It went on for quite a long time. Again, it was really funny, and it kind of that they ended it really, really well. And then my my last one is um, Friends. Yeah, I've got Friends. Yeah, just because it. It just ended perfectly, didn't it? But they couldn't have ended that show any better, I don't think. Yeah, I think, like you said, like Josh from Talking Smack said, like my wife said to me, that that had the perfect, it shows everybody going off to new things, basically, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, also exactly. got that final scene of them putting all the keys on the counter, which, is, you know, is quite an interesting one. But Yeah, it's brilliant. The only thing is, I always feel bad, though, on that because, you know, Monica and Chandler go off. You've got Ross and Rachel, Phoebe married. Oh, was it Mike, is it? And Joey's on his own. He got a spin-off, okay. which absolutely bombed. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but no, I agree. I think the finale in that is good. Um, I just had three more for me. I've got Modern Family. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I have seen that. A fantastic show. Um, really missed a few things for me. Which really pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Hades' character, 
for me was was the most annoying part of that entire show. Like she started off a really immature, you know, teenager, and uh, she she really grew over the seasons. And and she got with Andy, and that was her first real serious relationship, and that was a really healthy kind of relationship, healthy kind of image wise and stuff. You know, they were really happy together. Now the actor had prior engagements, which is why he had to leave the show. Right, so okay. Sandy couldn't continue, which is fine. You know, maybe it didn't work out. They could have they could have spun that any way they want. But to have her go back to the really reliant, whiny, kind of like yeah. can't do anything for herself, you know, she she went back to the start of her character in season one. And for me, it was just completely it was such a shame because she, she I loved watching her character grow and change. Yeah, yeah. And then to put it to re- hit the reset button and leave her in that state right right yeah. to the end. Just I think they the finale, have you seen the last episode? Yeah, though? yeah. I think the last episode, though, works as a good finale because, yeah, Mitch and Cam, I think, go off to Cam's place, doesn't he? Yes. Hayley then moves in with Dylan, I think, into their flat. The boys go off, I think, one, uh, and, and Alex, I think she goes off abroad, doesn't she? Switzerland or something. Yeah, and something and it, like that, again, yeah. the kids have all left, well, apart from me, they, they've all left home and it feels like, yeah. yeah, they're growing up and they've done the classic classic life thing. Yeah. Okay, I've got Brooklyn Nine Nine. Again, I just think it does the perfect ending. It's it's an upbeat ending. It's about a character trying to make you know he's he's leaving and he tries to make everyone happy rather than sad on his last day. But also again, it shows progression in some of the characters. So again, it ticks all those boxes. My last one, I've left it till last intentionally. I'm sure you saw this, and it's another one that's divided audiences. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. I've got lost. Yeah, Lost was on my list. Well, good or bad? I was kind of undecided with it, to be honest with you, because I absolutely adored Lost. I loved it. I, yeah. and, and they 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 longed it out. They did long it out. I remember after season two, there was an interview done with the guys that wrote the show, and they were like, yeah, well, the ending's already written. Like, the ending was was known, but they just carried it going. And for me, I, I still enjoyed the ride. I, I loved it. Like, the mysteries around, like, the island and the cages and the polar bears. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's brilliant. Um, But then... <laughs> Because every fan was was theorizing like the ending, like from season two, they were like, "Oh, they're they're all, they're all dead, they all died in the plane crash, and this is just purgatory." And the writers like, "No, no, 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 that's that's that, that's not what it is. That's not what it is." And then yeah, the finale is <laughs> no, it is that. <laughs> it's it isn't it isn't so isn't it that everything that happened to the island was real. Everything that happened to them off the island was real. It was just, I thought it was just in the last season, the flash sideways, is it sideways or flash forwards? So so the way I had it is everything that happened to them was real. When they then died, they were in this purgatory place waiting for everyone that was on the island with them to be there. So it kind of wasn't, it wasn't. So I think they got a bit of a bad rap at the time. I think it was always going to be a really tough show to end because of all the bizarre stuff that they brought into it. I mean, I loved the show and it it was weird in my house. My wife loved the first half of it, especially the season. Like, you know, she loved a bit in like the, in the jungle, the forest, you know, that, that element of it. Yeah. Whereas I absolutely loved it when it went all crazy with the time traveling and the, you know, the Faraday stuff. I loved that element of it. I think they did as good as they could with the ending. With that iconic final, you know, that scene of him lying down on the island, you know, yeah. with, with the plane flying above. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, it felt a bit, you know, 
cop out e with with them yes. all. you know it's like after the life i've had i'm i don't want to hang around waiting for jack to die there or, or sorry it wasn't jack because he died first didn't he I, i'm not i, I don't want to sit there waiting for everyone else and for jack to realize that he's in the afterlife i've i've, I've done my time i've lived a crappy life you know in, the, in all those accidents just send me up to where i'm going you know yeah yeah but yeah i get i get why i get why some people didn't like it um i've come to i've come to like it i didn't at first but it's one the, the more i thought about it i thought you know what i think they've done as good as they can with it yeah i think i need to read some more explanations around the ending because i've read some people say that oh it's nothing on the island actually happened it was purgatory but but well, this, so this because is they crashed everyone's... together yeah they're all connected by that by that tragedy which is why they all ended up back at the uh, this is where everyone's probably screaming at me but no i had I, I in my head it's the island was real which is why at the end he gets them off the island doesn't he so the people who died on the island died on the island those who got off they got mm. off i think it was as they were dying they were in this afterlife purgatory waiting for all of them to get together cross over yeah and understand because it was as a group that they had the most impactful moments in their life so i yeah. think that's what it was i need but, to rewatch you know, it to be honest send me send me all the mail shouting at me if you think i'm wrong so um, <laughs> right okay what, what we'll do is i wanted to kind of extend this conversation but yeah we it's it's, it's been it's been good fun just very quickly the so fuck my work life they said their best tv finale was six feet under but i'll be honest i'll say that's a show i've not seen i've not seen it no and talking smack, his worst one was, and I get this, and again, this is not. It's funny how finales really get the internet going. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I gave up on that show, um, but I have heard about the ending, and it's it sounds absolutely abysmal. Yeah. So just to yeah, just to give him the explanation, props to the creators for sticking to their original intention for having future Ted end up with Robin. But good God, did Robin just become the worst character? <laughs> she had no redeeming qualities by the end of the show. She was just selfish and offered nothing in return to anyone in any kind of relationship with her. Bloody hell. No holding back. What I would say is I'm just going to have a quick run through, though, of the biggest or the most viewed finales in history. So... When you look at this, right, I think now with in a, the age of streaming, so many channels will never beat these. But number one was in 1983. It was Mash. Did, did you ever see Mash? Oh, okay, I saw Mash. a bit of Mash. Yeah, yeah. but before my that time, was yeah. 105 million people for that Bloody finale, hell. and I don't think that can ever be beaten. Not for a TV show. No. Cheers in 1993. That was 80.4 million. And the funny thing about Cheers is I had a note here somewhere. It gets referenced in a lot of programs. So the ending gets referenced in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's referenced in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And did you watch Ted Lasso? No, I haven't watched that yet. So my, I need to watch that. Very good. That's just finished recently. And there's a cheeky little reference to the Cheers ending in that as well. Um, so I'll, I'll leave that for you. It's a reference in Friends Not, as well. Is there? Yep. Yeah, when they're in London and Joey's homesick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, but I mean specifically the ending. There's an end oh, okay, specific okay. thing that happens in the end scene. Number three is from 1967, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's The Fugitive at 78 million. Okay. Number four is 1998 Seinfeld at 76.3. Yeah. Friends, which is the most recent-ish one, 2004, that was 52.5 million. That's a big drop, isn't it? Yeah, Magnum PI, 1988, 50.7 million. 
Um, let's scoop down. What have we got? Number 11, 2004 is Frasier, 33.7. Dallas, 33.3. And that's it. Yeah, really, if you look at it, the most recent one was number 13, 2005, Everybody Loves Raymond, okay. 32.9 million. So is, is that like specifically t- tuned in to the finale when it first airs? I think it would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you'd, ne- yeah, like, like you said, with the streaming services, you never beat that again. No, you'll never get that. You never can. And especially back in England, back in that in the day, you know, 1983 as well, we probably, I think, only had three TV channels. Because yeah. I think Channel 4 only came in 1985. So back in the day, you you, you had to watch that. Um, <laughs> and now with uh, shows being dropped all at once and you can binge watch it anytime, there's no more weekly watching it and you don't build up to it. You know what I mean? There's no, no excitement. Because like, for example, you and I, we were watching Game of Thrones can't remember let's say it aired on a monday tuesday you and i'd be talking about it yeah but now the whole series drops you've probably watched the finale already and i've not even started episode one so well you say that but but some some shows still still do that like house of the dragon last of us oh oh what you mean weekly sorry yeah 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 yeah. but then it's again it's different because being on a streaming service Back in the day, if you didn't put the VHS tape in the cassette recorder, yep. push record, once it was gone, it was gone. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the thing is, right, some people will stay up at night and wait for 1am to watch it in the UK, whereas others will wait for the evening, and then others right. will wait for, you know, five weeks down the line when they can binge five episodes, and they've waited for that time. So it does vary when they get watched these days. Okay, well, so we're going to have to end it there. I, I did have some other things about some, some of the finales that, papers had called out and also some bizarre endings but maybe maybe we come back to it another time i don't think we've fallen out which is quite good on this <laughs> so you could come back for another episode i think it's quite good we did have a mixture we didn't we had a couple that were similar but we all we had some different ones which which is the beauty of this right tv is every everything is is uh what's the word personal to different people right yeah there's a lot of division around what the way tv episodes go isn't there so all right, so look, if you disagree with any of us, basically, if you've disagreed with Pete, yeah, give us a tweet at <laughs> castingviews on on Twitter or drop us a mail at castingviewspod at gmail.com. Pete, at Pete, Pete on Twitter. Anything you yeah. want to shout out? You still you still into Apex? Uh, not not so much. I've, uh, funny enough, I've just finished um, Spider-Man Miles Morales on my PS5 oh, okay. tonight yeah. before I joined the pod, so... Uh... And I finished so that's, why you were late. Well. That's, that's why I was waiting 20 minutes for you. <laughs> <laughs> look, okay, all right. Well, look, so like I said, at PDP, if you want to see all things uh, X, sort of Xbox, PlayStation and whiskey, right? Yeah, sounds about right. He, he loves his whiskey. As for me, I'll see you next week. So yeah, if, if, if you've just come across this for the first time, push the subscribe button. And yeah, I know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose. So I thank you for listening to Casting Views. If I want your opinion, I will give it to you. Come on, take what we've got, cause you need it. Don't make us get.